0: everybody and welcome to the game bite show podcast I am your stand-in host Jeremy lawman Lamont here for Larange Jolly uh, we're here on the uh, the day of the big game uh, we made it through Groundhog day uh, that was a mess we had to, we had to go through it like a hundred times or more
1: I you know I you know I love games and you know I love biggins so the big wow. game
0: the big I'm all about game. it. Uh, that, uh, very, uh, licentious voice that you heard is none other than Dale Canimler-Jones. How's it going there, Dale?
1: Good. Come to my meeting of no ma'am. No ma'am. Uh, this, <laughs> I get that, this week. I get that reference. Yeah, well, Biggins is, is actually, Biggins Hi. is, is a married with children reference as well. Oh, is it also? That was you the know, name I actually watch that That was the name of his porno of mag that he kept stuck under the... Uh, couch, couch
0: cushions. All right, all right. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. We are flush with references. Flush with references. Uh, from the 1980s, no less. Um, early 90s, wasn't it? I think it
1: was early.
0: It, uh, it might have straddled. Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe like cross, cross-decadinal, yeah. cross-decadinal. <laughs> Uh, well, guys, uh, thanks for joining us for the Game by Show podcast. It is the top of the week, and as we are wont to do, we're going to ignore all things sports, all things pop culture, except for the video games. Uh, that's what we're going to do this week. Uh, that's what we're going to do right now, actually. Unless, unless, unless anything is going on in your life that you absolutely must air out.
1: Uh, oh, the airing of the grievances? The um, airing of the
0: grievances. Another, another 90s reference.
1: You know, I, I don't have too much, except that the last couple of days... There must be some kind of pollen or something in the air because I'm getting a little bit
0: of
1: eye irritation going on.
0: Not sure that, what's that, causing that. D- that February pollen? Is I, it... I don't know what it is. It's, <laughs> it's I mean, it could be. I don't know. It might be. I mean, the cl- climate's different there. Maybe it's just too well, dry. I don't
1: know. I
0: don't know. Well, you're, like, you're looking um, pleasantly puffy today. Well, uh, no, thanks. Uh, so it's, it looks good on you. It's a good look. Um, so I guess we're going to move past that and we're going to get right into the news. Uh, starting out the news, uh, we're going to have an, uh, an in-memoriam moment here for the Wii Shop Channel. Uh, Wii Shop Channel was, uh, shut off on January 30th, 2019. It originally opened in 2006, so that's a good, that's a pretty good... Lots of parody music that's out there that we will have to remember it by. And um, ultimately, it was a good, good boy. And uh, actually, you know, the thing I remember the most is the news channel. I don't think anybody ever more in the news channel. When what about the I, uh, the, like the Everyone cat. Votes channel? Everyone Votes was really good. Yeah, that, that whole platform was just kind of a I mean, what a way to shake up video games at the time, I think it, it was, was cute. Uh, the whole
1: thing was cute.
0: It was cute. It was cute. Uh, But it's dead now, and it's worm food. (laughs) Uh, And in fact, the thing that goes, the thing that is really kind of a shame, is that all of the software that was on it is no longer available. In fact, even stuff that you had downloaded before, uh, no longer available. So hopefully, if you were, yeah, if you were aware of this, you should have uh, pre-downloaded everything that you that you had on there. And I think we've actually talked in the past.
1: I I know that I had a copy of Rondo of Blood that was. Uh, Because I think that might have been the first sort of like what they called an import title that they put up there that you could download on the U.S. version of the shop, even though it was Japanese and it didn't have any localization. Mm -hmm. And they did a bunch like that. I think that might have been one of the first ones. But I I remember buying that. I don't really remember if I got anything else from the Wii shop.
0: What about Virtual Console? Did you get anything from?
1: Yeah, I probably,
0: probably did. Like at least
1: like the first Super Mario Brother or something, you know.
0: I don't remember doing a lot, but... I got, um, Pokemon Snap. Uh, I had, uh, sn- um... Uh, what was the the Barber? There was a Barber game that was, like, a really cute game where barber? you would like, uh... Bon- bonsai Barber. Huh. Yeah, it was super cute. Like, you'd snip off little, uh, plants and, like, shape their, their Bonsai tops into, like, different things. Oh, and they would be, like, oh, really happy okay, about bon- it. Uh, Okay, Bonsai like the tree and not yeah, like bon, the... Yeah, Bonsai. Bonsai. Yeah, bonsai. Okay. Bonsai, yes. bonsai barber. Wow, oh, okay. Uh, and then there were some things on there that I always wanted to try but never did. Uh, Final Fantasy, Crystal, Crystal Chronicles, My Life as a King and My Life as a Dark Lord. Those were Wii Shop exclusives. Um, I don't think we'll ever see those again anywhere. Uh, there was a, a Master Blaster sequel. Master Blaster Overdrive was on there that I thought Blaster so was pretty good, but- sequel. Yes, Blaster Master. I'm sorry. That, yeah. was, a, that was a weird one. Uh, but anyway, so, uh, yep, no longer around. And uh, if you didn't get your stuff, um, tough, tough tortillas. It's Yeah, it's
1: well, you know, that's, I guess that's what happens when you have a massively popular platform
0: and you don't want to pay money
1: to keep it running.
0: <laughs> yeah, and like if nobody's there either, it's, it. it kind of brings up one of those things. It's like backwards compatibility. It's like everyone clamors for it when they know that it's not there. But then as far as the actual usage, it seems like it's not. Well, you know, I guess most of that stuff is probably on the Switch now or will be on the Switch, at least. I don't know. I don't think that's certain. But anyway, it, it kind of doesn't matter because, <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it's done. It's you take done what with. you
1: get and you'll like yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Yep. So waggle to pay respects. Uh, sorry. Sorry to see you go. We shop channel. We had fun while it lasted. Uh, Something new that is uh, coming out, probably more information this week. We don't know much about it, but we've heard some rumors out there in the world that Apex Legends is the name of a new Battle Royale game from Respawn that will Hmm. take place in the Titanfall universe. Why why not call it Titanfall something, something, something? Well, here's the thing. I don't think Titans are going to be in it. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. So this actually came out from a like a YouTube influencer sort of private event uh, that took place this past week. And and so those guys kind of, you know, leaked out to the press like, oh, hey, we saw this thing. And apparently there were no titans in what they played and um, you know the pilot part of Titanfall is sufficiently cool especially in Titanfall 2 there was the grappling hook and stuff like that I I can see that yeah wall running and you know the grunts idea just the the people and it's not certain like we don't really know yet and and by the time this goes to air we'll probably have more information about this but it could always be that you know a Titan could be I I think it's supposed to be possibly a prequel is something that I've heard but you know Titans could still be like a a special perk or something that you could get at some point and bring something down. Smart pistol? Yeah. Smart pistol. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, smart pistol was in the first game and then they they sort of nerfed it for the second one. But uh
1: except at the very end of the. Oh, spoiler.
0: Yeah, spoiler alert. You haven't, you if haven't you, finished if, if, it. So. You know, I didn't. I have no idea what happens in Titanfall. Well, there it might be a me. smart
1: pistol somewhere.
0: There, <laughs> yeah, so anyway, look forward to that. I'm certainly interested in more Titanfall. It's sort of low-key, one of my, uh, I wouldn't call it a favorite, but I'm always interested when there's something Titanfall going on. In fact, uh, there was a mobile game that I, I think it actually did come out, and I've totally missed it. Um, I should try and pick that up and see if that's any good. Maybe I'll talk about it uh, sometime in the next week or two. But uh, anyway, look forward to uh, the tentatively named Apex Legends, and keep an eye out for Titanfall. It may or may not occur, but uh, yeah. Stand by for Titanfall. You stand mean stand by for Titanfall? Keep an eye. Keep an eye out for Titanfall. <laughs> Over. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, keep an
1: ear to the ground for Titanfall.
0: <laughs> Everybody look look around. Uh, so another thing to keep an eye out for is, uh, we. I think we talked about this briefly in the past, but uh, Stardock had its Star Control Origins series reboot taken off of Steam and good old games for a DMCA uh, claim. And uh, that claim has now basically been reviewed by all of the parties and found to be wanting Apparently, because uh, Star Control Origins is returning to both Steam and Good Old Games. Uh, in fact, it may be on there. They, they uh, blogged about this on the 28th, so I think it might be this week that that stuff is coming back. Uh, essentially, the idea is the, uh, so DMCA is the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. Uh, the claim made by uh, series creators Fred Ford and Paul Reich, And uh, I think we talked about this also, but they released they released this spreadsheet thing of like, (laughs) here, here, here are the ways in which Stardock has infringed on our patent. Uh, And it was things like takes place in space. Uh, You know, there there are stars in star (laughs) control and stuff like that. And uh,
1: user interface.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mouse clicks may control characters. Uh, I don't know if that prompted this to be reviewed as thoroughly as it has been, but it certainly did not help the case. So uh, essentially, everybody now feels like it was essentially a bogus claim, as far as I can tell. And uh, I am not sure if there's going to be any counteraction against this. But uh, anyway, if you were uh, distraught about the absence of Star Control from those platforms, uh, it is back. Star Control Origins is back, baby. Better than ever. Uh, Another little bit of legal and availability wrangling. um, This is a weird one. This is a weird one. So we've been talking a lot of news, a lot of hubbub about the introduction of the Epic Store, Epic Games Store, and uh, Discord, Discord to a lesser extent, maybe, uh, even though they they kind of have the, what do they have, the revenue split thing. But Twitch also. Epic. Yeah, Twitch also has been on there. Um, Epic, though, has kind of been making some moves as far as snagging exclusivity. That's That's been their big thing. Uh, this, uh, I think, though, is the first time that they've actually taken a game from someone else. So the thing is that Epic has now taken uh, Metro Exodus, which is the game from Deep Silver. Uh, the sequel, it's like the, what, the fourth sequel or something? In it's the
1: third game in the Metro
0: series. Third game in the Metro series. And it is coming out, uh, in what, a few months, I think. Uh, yeah, it's fairly soon. I'm not sure. Yeah. Exactly. So Epic has basically snagged, uh, PC exclusivity for this product for one year, uh, which, excludes people who already pre-ordered it on the thing is that it was available previously on other platforms it was available on Steam to pre-order yeah. um, so people who already have pre-ordered it will be able to play that game on Steam but pre-orders have been shut down on the Steam platform for this game it can only be pre-ordered on Metro uh, or I'm sorry on uh, the Epic Games storefront and uh, I think people tend to mostly be bothered by the fact that they need another launcher which we, you and I Dale specifically have talked about this in the past like it's been a source of anxiety in the past, but I think we've come to him just embrace yeah, it. Yeah,
1: it doesn't really bother me now. But, but yeah. what, what is a little bit weird about this is that these people have already paid for it on Steam, and now they're, what, they're just being told to wait a
0: year? <laughs> no, 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 no. So they can still play on Steam. So people who bought it on Steam still have it on that platform. At launch, it's still going to... Correct. As far as I know, they will still be able to do it. Yeah, because otherwise, what would they... I mean, it would be Epic forcing Valve to refund a bunch of people or something. Yeah, or like
1: the developer then giving keys through Epic to the people that bought it on Steam or something like that, you know?
0: Yeah, as far as I know, they will be able to play it on Steam. At least I heard that. It's not actually in the material that I've got here. I would think
1: that's the logical solution.
0: Yeah, yeah, yep, and uh, so they will, again, you know, be able to do that in a year, but in the meantime, uh, if you want to play that on PC, uh, Epic is going to be the place that you're going to go to get it, uh, and, you know, it was brought up, in fact, even in our uh, in our own Discord server, that uh, this is a situation where choice is being removed from people yeah, always as leave. part of this, yeah, which is, uh, is no bueno, but I guess it's... And, and, you know, to be honest with you, I'm trying to remember because usually we talk about things like console exclusivity or Xbox is getting this and Sony's getting that. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's been an issue with like the intra PC ecosystem before, has it?
1: uh, You know, um, ever since EA took their stuff off of Steam, and then like um, Mm. nobody expected Blizzard to ever be widely available, but Call of Duty left Steam also. And like Destiny came, when it came to PC, it only came to the net launcher. and not There's like the, a weird
0: diaspora that's going on right now. Yeah. You know, there was, there was is. also that, there was also that thing with Disney where LucasArts stuff was like going to certain platforms first for like a little while. So I don't know. I guess it happens sometimes, but it's, it's getting serious. It's kind so of odd, uh, you know, stuff and then going. you got like,
1: like uh, GOG also. Um, I think we mentioned what they had done with, uh, Thronebreaker, I think it was, or was it Gwent or or are they the same thing? I still don't know. Kind of Um, (laughs) both. Yeah. A little column A, a little column B. And and also Elder Scrolls Legends and Fallout 76 now actually too. So Elder Scrolls Legends, the card game, that was exclusive to the Bethesda thing for, maybe it was like just for the alpha period or something, but for some Mm -hmm. time. And then it later came to Steam and Fallout 76 is even still Bethesda launcher only. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess uh just kind of keep a, keep a, an eye open uh, for Titanfall because uh you know, <laughs> we'll need to uh need need to kind of figure out where stuff is is going uh, Titanfall now also which is not our front. on Steam. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, uh case case in point. No no Titanfall on Steam. Uh something that we never thought would Titanfall but seems to be Titanfalling at some point uh, is a Groundhog Day sequel to the movie, the Sony Pictures movie starring Bill Murray. Uh, that game is getting a sequel, or that movie, rather, is getting a sequel, and it's a game, and it's a VR game. Uh, so, are you yeah.
1: playing the character that Bill Murray plays, or Great what?
0: question, yeah. So, this is called Groundhog Day, Like Father, Like Son. So, he, uh, players will take the role of Phil Connors Jr., uh, who is, like his dad, charming but arrogant, and also stuck in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. Wait, and his name is Phil? Uh, Phil, yeah, Phil Connors Jr., yep. He's in Punxsutawney, and his name is Phil. That's right. You Phil, uh-huh. just like this guy. They, remember, because like everybody annoys Bill Murray in that movie and like they're yeah. like, hey, his name is Phil, too. Yep, exactly. Uh, so uh, this game is being developed by Tequila Works, who made Deadlight and also Rhyme. And <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I guess they couldn't quite make the Groundhog Day release date. It will come out on PlayStation VR as well as Oculus Rift and HTC Vive uh, later this year. Just
1: keep it for next
0: year. I know that's the thing. Like, I feel like they wanted it to be on Groundhog Day, but it's, I feel like if they leave it for next year, like, I think they're expecting some revenue from this. So, I, you know, I, I, I have to admit, I don't know revenue. how much revenue they Don't make a expecting. VR game if you
1: want revenue. <laughs> yeah.
0: Don't make a VR game about Groundhog Day. Uh, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it's awesome. Maybe it's awesome. You know what? Just for the novelty. Uh, why not? Why not? Uh, speaking of novelty, uh, I've included a few things in the news because we sort of have a passing interest mm. in Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, and yeah, sure. there was there was a fan festival that took place this, this week new in job. Paris. Yeah, there's new all kinds of stuff. So there's a, a new tank job, which is called the gun. Br- is it the gun breaker? The gun breaker. And they're going to use gun, gun, gun blades
1: a la. Final Fantasy Eight. Final characters.
0: Fantasy Eight. Yeah, they're starting to really like bring a bunch of stuff in. So they're also bringing in the Vieira, which we've talked about before. The yeah. uh, <laughs> the bunny ladies the bunny from girls. Final Fantasy Twelve, from the best Final Fantasy game, uh, Final Fantasy Twelve. Uh, they also have um, uh, an, another uh, mount, which is kind of interesting for the Final Fantasy Fifteen uh, Regalia, a four the four player mount a four player mount. so just like get in there and that's weird like, <laughs> yeah. and then you can have like that'd be cool if you could have like little dialogue options like some kind of like you know modern young shotgun bro. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That sort of thing. Uh, And I don't know if this counts as a spoiler, but the mount flies. Uh, So anyway, there there you go. Spoiled spoiled everybody on that. Uh, The other thing is that Yoko Taro, who is the director of the Nier series, Mm -hmm. uh, is actually making a Nier-themed Final Fantasy XIV raid.
1: This is interesting because we know that previously they've done like a Final Fantasy Tactics-themed raid. I think there's like three of them, actually. Um, But then... And then now to, to bring in other Square Enix properties.
0: Into well, the they've fold. done they've done Monster Hunter, too. So they had that oh, uh, right. behemoth yeah, yeah. from Monster Hunter that they yeah, did. So true. it's sort of turning into like, a I don't know, that cross franchise synergy, I guess, mm-hmm. is a thing that they. That they why not just, uh,
1: you know, make it Smash Brothers and just bring exactly. in. Exactly. There you go. the Smash Brothers Dissidia, I suppose it would
0: be. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so a few things uh, that are uh, also not coming forth. Um, it looks like Mario Kart, The, the uh, in fact I'm not sure what it's called, Mario Kart Tour is the mobile version of uh, Mario Kart, which I don't know, hopefully it'll be really cool. Like I'm kind of excited for when, whenever there's a chance for like a real game to come to mobile, I'm mm-hmm. I'm there for that. Uh, but unfortunately, this game is going to miss its March 19, uh, I'm sorry, March 2019 uh, release window. <laughs> and uh, it is going to be- um, they,
1: It was probably like the top priority on their release list. Uh, and it should have been second place because, you
0: know- <laughs> Blue shell, got out of it, nowhere. got it, got it. I got that reference. Uh, and actually, I don't think we know. The thing is that March thirty first is the end of Nintendo's fiscal year. Oh, that's true. Uh, so it's it's not going to make the fiscal year. And I don't know. They're probably doing fine without it anyway. But uh, they we we don't know exactly when it's going to be. Uh, released we've it's, we've known about it for about a year but uh, there, there are another um you know an, a, another number of games that Nintendo has been managing Dragalia Lost Animal Crossing Pocket Camp which is terrible uh, Fire Emblem Heroes which is everything I wanted from terrible. a Fire Emblem game but just couldn't I well, actually I thought it was good but it just couldn't hold my interest for some reason Super I think Mario it turns Run, out of, is there only good Run. mobile game yeah, and then uh, Miitomo, rest in peace, that one's done. Uh, but for our uh, final news item today, something with a little bit of hope for all of you, Nintendo has in its place, uh, in, in in place of the disappointment of the delay of Mario Kart Tour, uh, we are now given out the new hope, it's held out to us, uh, Dr. Mario for Android and iOS. Dr. Mario, uh, definitely-
1: the only game that my stepmom ever really like to play.
0: Uh, but uh, Dr. Mario World is scheduled for release during early summer on Android and iOS devices, and uh, it'll be free to download with optional in-app purchases. Having played puzzle games that have translated well to free-to-play on mobile, uh, uh, the um, luminous on mobile is, is pretty alright. Hmm. Uh, I, I think uh, I think there's some, some good opportunity for Dr. Mario to, to be a hit, so look forward wow. to that. And uh, Dale, that's all the news that we've got for this week.
1: Well, let's talk about new releases. There's a few of them. If you, mm-hmm. if you go over to tech-gaming.com slash category slash new releases slash <laughs> <laughs> – you'll find a big long list of stuff. Um, and what we've done is we've, we've chosen the, the choicest bits, you know, according to our um, somewhat spurious methodology. I, and- I mean, that's
0: a positive spin on it. We're basically filtering out all of the really terrible – like poo poo.
1: That's right. But you know, if yeah. chaff is what you're into, there's plenty of it. So. <laughs> yeah, there is. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but the the little
1: the good nuggets in there. Uh, there's a game called Sunless Skies that is that is coming out of. It's coming into proper release, I should say. Uh, yeah. This is a follow up from. Um, I think they're called Fail Better Games. Uh, follow up to a game called Sunless Seas. C- Seas. Seas. Sunless Sea. Seas. Seas. Yeah. Anyway, whatever, um, which uh, had a, had kind of made a, a little bit of a name for itself uh, because it had a sort of a unique setting. Uh, and it was in this like sort of what they call like fallen London universe setting. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And it's this kind of like Victorian era uh, thing with a sort of dark and melancholy yeah, atmosphere like to it.
0: Cthulhu tentacles Yeah, like that right. kind of
1: thing. Um and you know this this is like I said it's the follow up and so I don't I would imagine some people will will like that.
0: I think Jared's played it. I kind of want to I want to get him on for Wednesday maybe and see if he'll talk about it or or maybe we can stream it tomorrow. Yeah, I I'm kind of curious about what this is.
1: Uh also releasing this week is a game called Wargroove which is kind of like a it's like it's a Fire Emblem inspired Sort of mm. tactics game, if I if or, I understand or, correctly,
0: yeah, or or like Advance Wars, I think is probably oh, more it's direct. probably closer to Advance Wars, okay. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that looks nice. It, it has a nice little uh, sprite art story, or not story. What am I talking about? Like pixel, it style. has a sort of pixel yeah, like art a style. visual
0: yeah. aesthetic, yeah. yeah. And uh, from what I remember last week, I think we talked about it. It allegedly, I have not verified this for myself, but allegedly, uh, will have cross platform play for Xbox and Switch, and PC.
1: Uh, There's a game on here that I I believe you played recently Mm -hmm. called Mage's Initiation, colon, Reign of the Elements. (laughs) Yep, that's right. Uh, Go back and uh, listen to our previous podcast. Yep, this past Wednesday. If you want to hear about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, For you guys, uh, you you, uh, 90s um, RPG, JRPG fans, there's a game on here (laughs) coming, I guess, to, to mobile or to maybe several platforms called Chrono Clash Fantasy Tactics. Boo, um,
0: boo to this. I'm just going to say it's boo probably this. not going
1: to live up to its name, uh, but you, know, you can check that out maybe. And, and, and
0: 99 cents though, like you almost can't afford not to buy it.
1: Um, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, there's a 3DS game on this list here. Uh, there's Whoa. An, it's an Etrian Odyssey game called Etrian Odyssey Nexus. And I'm nice. not sure what the deal is with this one, uh, but, but they put these Etrian Odyssey games out at least annually because there's a bunch of them. Um, and they're you know solid first-person dungeon crawl games.
0: Yeah, like map your little blocks, map your grid paper as you go through the dungeon.
1: But instead of it being like Western RPG fantasy tropes, it's like Japanese RPG tropes, and um, so you kind of know what you're getting there. It's a little bit like ATB or like Dragon Quest style battles. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the thing with Etrian Odyssey is that it's they're always really hard. So um, their thing is to really test your sort of beat you down ability to manage your your resources and like that sort of risk reward like how far into the dungeon do you venture you know oh yeah oh yeah uh, it's been a long time since i played any of them i finished the first one and i even finished the like additional stratum of the first one which took mm. forever uh, and mm. I swore I would never play another one ever again. Uh, <laughs> and I still haven't. Um, except I did start to play um, Shin Megami Tensei, Strange Journey, which is yeah, basically the, the same thing. Yeah, the
0: Antarctic one. Yep.
1: Um, except in that one, you don't have to map it. It, it does the mapping for you, which is mm. kind of nice. Uh, anyway, that's out. Uh, there's a couple of PS Vita games coming out. PlayStation Vita. So there's this one called Necrosphere Deluxe, which I believe is hitting other platforms also. Um Unfortunately, could you better wait. get it on the Vita? Yeah, I mean, you might as well. What else are you gonna get on the
0: Vita Just these days? Just do it. Yeah,
1: uh, I guess except for Night Cry,
0: uh, all one word, intercapped um am sure. it's it's this it's the story of my life actually is what that is it's like a <laughs> it's crime. a visual visual novel of yeah. like me at nighttime it probably thinking, well, I is I a know. visual novel if i had to guess yeah, probably it is um yeah that's true
1: we got a list here of of uh freebies and updates et cetera huh uh including uh, now i didn't know that this game there's a game on Steam that's called Colat, uh k h o l a t uh it is apparently it features narrative voiced by Sean Bean.
0: Yeah, yep, he dies by the end. I, no, I don't know, know I bet Maybe he does. He, does. Um, he Probably does. It's it's based on like a historical event of uh this party of of people who like just died at Di- Diet Love Pass in russia about these hikers huh. and uh it's like this horror thing and i, I always thought it was kind of interesting it's uh the soundtrack is out on vinyl records so that would make me interested well, how did they this.
1: die was it like a bear? So ate many them vinyl or records or yeah the no
0: they don't know it's like yetis or i don't know bolsheviks so who knows oh weird man yeah.
1: crazy okay uh well uh what, what was the news about that that it's it's free on steam
0: yeah, free on Steam currently, and make sure to check our Discord, like, if you're not, we'll we'll talk about this at the end, but join our Discord, we try and post these as we come across them, but this one is currently free on Steam.
1: I was going to say it's been popular, because I was looking at the, like, top played on Steam yesterday, mm-hmm. and I noticed it was on there with, you know, like, I don't know, a couple thousand concurrent players, and I was like, what? what is it? Is that, like, a survival game that a bunch of people are playing, or what? Yeah.
0: Um, yeah but yeah. I, I'm just
1: now realizing that maybe there, a lot of people are playing it because it's free at the moment. Because
0: it's free. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Anyway, uh, over on PS Plus, if you're a subscriber to that service for February 2019, um, am I correct that what they're doing is they're expanding everyone's
0: save game storage? Yeah, like your cloud storage. And they're expanding it to what I think is like a kind of a gratuitous number. It's It's like
1: infinite save games.
0: Yeah, 100 right? gigabytes. Mean, 100 gigabytes of a save of files? Save that's a lot of save files. Yeah, it is. And I think they're doing that. So unfortunately, it looks like my prediction for 2019 that they would throw in PS Now. They haven't mentioned it yet. Now I'll give them some time because they've got a you know, we've still got until March. Yeah. Uh, but this is the final month of offerings of PlayStation 3 and Vita titles on PS Plus. Well,
1: let's see what the uh, final PS3 games are here. How, how about mm-hmm. it? Um, mm-hmm. Well, the first on, on the PS4, it looks like, for Honor is, uh, is free to play, not just for this month. I mean, it's like free forever if you get it this month. That's how yeah, That's right. how the service works, right?
0: Correct. Um, Correct. Hitman,
1: the first complete season, or the complete first season, rather, mm. uh, which I can wholeheartedly recommend because that's a great game. Um, Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns of the Patriots, also a great game. That one is PS3, mm. by the way. Uh, Dive Kick, also the, a PS3 game, uh, also available on Vita. Gunhouse, another... Uh, PS4 Vita game and Rogue Aces. Uh, I'm not really sure what that one is. I'm familiar I with Divekick and Gunhouse.
0: Yeah, me too. Gunhouse is awesome. Gunhouse is really good. Um, I, I have to say, like those are fine and good. And you know, Metal Gear Solid Four is good. I yeah, was and and hoping for a little more of a blowout at the end. You know,
1: like what would you? What would you suggest?
0: Uh, like I was thinking, something, You know, pick honestly, one more
1: game to put on here.
0: One more game. Uh, so the game that I wanted. Which I've already got, but I wanted Soul Sacrifice. So it was the the Sony yeah. uh, Monster yeah, Hunter. The Vita
1: game.
0: Yeah, I, th- I I don't think that was ever free on PS Plus. Soul Sacrifice Delta. Anyway, they could have put that one up there. You're right. they, they totally could have, like, put all your Sony games on there. You know, just like bring. I, I say Wipeout XL or Wipeout HD rather. Um, oh, that's that's a good choice. I wonder if that one that one might have been on. And the Wipeout 2048? Maybe that's the issue. Maybe everything's already been on and like this is what's left. Maybe. But yeah, wipe,
1: these Wipeout games are awesome, especially Wipeout yeah, out
0: HD and Wipeout
1: Fury, I think was the add on. Yeah.
0: Wipeout Omega on PS4, by the way. It's not in any way, in any way related to this, but it's awesome. But, but I mean, yeah, this is just
1: great games. Yeah. Um, well, there's also Xbox Games with Gold uh, mm-hmm. and they do a similar thing. Um, up there this month, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon uh it's a good that's one. the the game that's been available on switch for a while uh mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty cool super bomberman r i mean i guess it's a bomberman game i don't know too much about it assassin's creed rogue which this one is really cool and this one was sort of overlooked because it came out at the same time as unity and a bunch of people had upgraded consoles and, and went with unity oh, yeah. when they yeah. probably should have been playing rogue you know having having myself completed both of those games. Um, Sure, Unity is the like flashier one with better graphics and everything, but Rogue was actually cooler in terms of storyline because it's interconnected between both three and four with characters from both.
0: Yeah, I bought Um, that on your recommendation. Yeah, What a fool I was. I haven't even opened it. Oh man,
1: you should play it. It's really cool.
0: I know, I should. Um, But also
1: Star Wars Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy is – so Jedi Knight, is that like the – third game in that series Dark Forces Dark Forces 2 Jedi. so it went
0: it was Dark Forces Dark Forces yes exactly and then Jedi Academy was like uh, you got to sort of create your own Jedi and, and by that time the Star Wars prequels had kind of been in the, in the works and so mm-hmm. there were like dual bladed lightsabers in this one and stuff it's, right okay yeah so yep. that's a
1: throwback for sure. That's, a, that's an old game. Xbox 360, Xbox. Okay, that's the platform that it's on. Yeah, yeah. And if you yeah. get these
0: ones on Xbox 360, we've kind of mentioned this before, those are yours to keep whether or not you maintain your subscription, but the Xbox One stuff only will work while your huh. subscription is active. Yeah.
1: Um, oh, wow. I, f- I forgot about Twitch Prime having free games, but they do. Um, and there's, a, sure there's do. a bunch of them on there for this month. There's a game called Pikuniku, which um, is Japanese for picnic. Uh, oh, and- really? How about that? I heard about this game. I, it's like a puzzle game or something. I'm not sure what it is.
0: I, I heard that it's sort of a cutesy, kind of like, uh, I don't know, like Yo Gabba Gabba or something where everybody's like weirdly shaped. Maybe maybe not Yo Gabba Gabba, but it's like illustrations, like simple kids' drawings, like, you know, circles with legs and stuff like that. But huh. apparently it has like this dark dystopian theme to it or something. Well, so, yeah, I, kinda, I think that sounds neat.
1: I figured it was just about a picnic or something, but. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, Dear Esther is up there as well. Downwell. Okay. Um, I've played both of those last two The Flame and the Flood I, I remember hearing about that And it sounded kind of interesting
0: Yeah I think, uh, I think Jared might have played it And talked about it It's the one where you uh, travel down the river and Yes uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, that, that has a cool soundtrack too It's like got a lot of blues and stuff on it
1: uh, cool. And the last one on here is called Dracneck and Co. Puzzle Collection I
0: don't uh, know what that is But they look like they're aliens or something On the, on the illustrations so. Huh. You know, Twitch has a good selection of like
1: weird indie stuff that you've probably never heard of.
0: I agree. And in fact, and my accumulate, like, I'll sometimes look at my Twitch library and I'll be like, wow, that's a good library of stuff. I should play something. And then I close it.
1: Yeah, I should go and, I guess, add these to my backlog.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, Also, Overwatch is getting a Paris map. So. All right. Mm, That's pretty good. Well, uh, we have a topic of discussion for our third segment today, and uh, we decided that uh, because of the really weird and possibly ill-advised sequel to Groundhog Day, uh, we thought we would maybe remember or recount some video games that are themselves the sequels, like the actual sequel, like no movie sequel exists, but they are the sequel to movies that uh, that are already out there. So we want to distinguish from games that are movie adaptations and just talk about stuff that is specifically sequels. And a few come right to mind. Uh, the first one actually that jumps right to my mind is uh, the sequel to John Carpenter's The Thing. Uh, there was actually a The Thing game on PlayStation 2 and it took place after the events of the first game. and uh, I'm trying to remember the name of uh, is it Kurt russell who's who's in that uh, yeah, um, I
1: believe that's Kurt Russell. and his
0: his character's like mc mc mcnulty or mc McLaren or something like that. like mean, something other. I don't think I've ever actually
1: seen that movie.
0: That is a great movie. Dude, that is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. You you know what? If you like Alien, you really should. Now, I hadn't seen they made a new like remake of that. And I haven't seen that. So I don't know if that's any good. But the 1982. So this game is a sequel to that. So here's your assignment, Dale Jones. Should you choose to accept it? Watch John Carpenter's The Thing. Then play John Carpenter's The Thing, which is the sequel to John Carpenter's The Thing. Um, wow. Actually, the game is not awesome. It's sort of riddled with bugs. Yeah. And it's v- it's actually, here's the thing. So I played it. In fact, it was one of the first game clubs that I ever played along with on another podcast. Rebel FM, who is kind of an offshoot of some of the one up um, podcast. Okay. They kind of made their own little thing. And they had for a while a game club that they would do. And this was one of them. So I actually went and bought this game because they were saying, oh, yeah, we're going to play it. And it was really interesting because it is a it's a PlayStation two era game. And they wanted to do some really ambitious stuff with AI because of you know what happens in the movie, and I think they could have done it if they'd waited a generation to do it. Uh, it hmm. it just does not really play well. There's stuff that's buggy. There's like weird loading points so, and so stuff what gets lost. Platform
1: was this on to begin with.
0: Uh, this was on PlayStation 2, and I believe also on Xbox, original nice Xbox. Too, huh? okay. Yeah, John Carpenter's The Thing, and it takes place after—it's the official sequel—well, official. It's got to be official. It's got to be official. It's the official sequel to John Carpenter's The Thing. Huh. So that's the wow. first one that comes to my mind. I've got a few more on the list, but I thought we'd maybe jump back and
1: fuck um, Yeah, you know, the, the first thing that I thought of, um, aside from the Groundhog Day game that we covered earlier— Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, was uh, the Blade Runner game from uh, Westwood Studios that mm-hmm. uh, w- I, I I never actually beat it? I never completed it. Right. I mean, it was definitely set in that in that world and like probably yes. around that same time. Uh, I don't recall any clear references to the movie, but there might have uh, been. some I of that. think
0: Decker is in it, but you don't play as him. You play as right. a different. Yeah, you a play different as a different dude. guy. Yeah. Um. And that game, we talked about that. I mean, we, it comes up occasionally as sort of one of those. That, that is one for sure. I mean, we talked about the Wii Shop channel and that stuff never coming back. Yeah. Uh, you can be pretty assured that this Blade Runner game is never Oh, yeah, that's ever, lost forever. Uh, um, coming back. So. I
1: happen to have a copy of it that, uh, that really? someone gave me.
0: I'm um, jealous. Can and, you run uh, it, though? Can you run it on anything?
1: Yeah. 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 I, I, I ran it probably, I don't know, like a year or so ago. Oh, wow. I, I booted it up. Um. And, uh, I mean, yeah, it's cool. And it's definitely, you can see that it's trying to be pretty faithful to that world. And from everything I've heard about it is that, um, there are multiple ways to play through it so that it can, uh, like basically what happens is every time you start a new game, one of the characters is chosen to be like yes. the replicant. And so, and it could be one of like, I don't know, eight or 10 characters or something. And so it can work out any a different way each time you play it, which is, you know, that's pretty cool. Right.
0: You gotta, you gotta fire up your, uh. Not, not your Myers-Briggs test. What's it called? The... Uh, voight Conf voight Conf test. Yeah. That's right. You did you see, see Blade
1: Runner 2049, by the
0: way? I did. It was really good. Yeah, it was, it was really better than great, I thought it would it? be. It is I, like, really the, I like the baseline
1: return routine that, that he goes through in that one. That's kind of cool. I like,
0: uh, yeah. That's kind of that is neat, and I actually like the fact that like he and his girl, like his girlfriend, is like they're both artificial, but they're artificial in different ways, different
1: degrees of yes, yes, yes.
0: I love that. That is that is really interesting, and and that I think is a lot more because you know the the funny thing is that the Blade Runner. Which, which I think, I mean, the movie is an adaptation of a book and the book was way different than the movie. Like we, like the movie sort of took on a life of its own. And now that's what we think of as Blade Runner. But the original Philip K. Dick book was not really anything like that. And, and, and I think that some of those things that they explored in Blade Runner 2049... Uh, are, are sort of more in line maybe with what the original was. Uh, I've got another, another item here, a sequel, uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas, which I got to be honest, I did not play a lot of, but uh, I think it's called Boogie's Revenge, uh, which what? is the return. <laughs> yeah, the boogeyman. Okay. Boogeyman. All right. did you, come on, did you see The Nightmare Before Christmas? No, I never have. There really? Was
1: a, there, was, there was already a sequel to that, wasn't there?
0: Like a movie sequel, rather. I course don't think bride. so. And
1: or is that not? Is that not year?
0: No, that's just like it was. Sort of like remember that year when uh, Bug's Life came out, but then there was also Ants.
1: But Course Ride was it? Was Tim Burton, wasn't it?
0: Uh, I don't I don't think so yeah, no. don't think but you know the funny thing about Tim Burton is Tim Burton did not do Jack for Nightmare before Christmas did he not? Th- that that game was directed and like basically yeah yeah like everyone's like oh yeah Tim Burton his name is on it but he like drew the some of the original characters or whatever but all of the work to actually bring that movie as far as I understand it all of the movie yeah, he didn't like do the movie that. is conceived by someone completely different huh, and then the game picks up at you know after that and the only thing I remember about because I never actually played it myself was that uh Jack Skellington has like some kind of scarf that he whips people with. That's that's what I remember from that. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. He's it's the green scarf. I don't know what it is.
1: Oh, man. Um this is a uh, this is a hard topic cuz I'm I'm trying to think of all these games and I can only think of things that like um RoboCop versus Terminator.
0: <laughs> things that are obviously uh, Yeah, like, yeah. Like weird well, I mean, they make movies like that, Alien versus Predator. Yeah, they do. Don't they? And- you? You mentioned one a little bit earlier, though, when we were talking about it, and I—I I don't know that it technically counts only as a sequel. Only. I, don't, I mean I well don't know. so I maybe we're thinking of different things so you mentioned Enter the Matrix
1: Oh okay yeah no I was I was thinking of, of the other one that I mentioned <laughs>
0: well well they sort of go, they sort of go hand in hand so Enter the Matrix the thing was that it was a simultaneously created multi yes. uh, transmedia yeah, experience Yeah transmedia experience yeah Yeah and I actually really like like I so I I can't remember if I've talked about this before but I enjoyed this so much because I was so into the Matrix that I actually bought like 3 copies of this to give as gifts Oh wow so you, i don't know i don't know why i'm sort of like coming out of my right. mouth now. it wasn't that good of a game no it, it wasn't but it wasn't as bad as everybody thought it, no, it was, was it was It was okay it was it, it, it was all I, right. I
1: bought it too i was way into the matrix and i bought it and i played through it and you know i enjoyed the like you know cutting room floor cutscenes that they
0: put in yeah, there like the in, the in and out yeah exactly like it sort of interwove with the uh yeah. and in fact it sort of so it came out uh contemporaneously with um, the Matrix, Matrix Reloaded, and it gave the first, uh, I think, the first footage or the first hints of what was going to be in Revolutions, I think. I feel i feel like there was something there, like the end of it was like they had a cutscene or something at the end, and they're like, ooh. Uh, but, yeah, I, I liked that, and, uh, yeah, I think that was a, a pretty good pick. Uh, the one that you're thinking of, though, the other, which yeah. I i did not think of, and I'm really <laughs> embarrassed because this is actually my favorite first-person shooter to this day wow. of all time uh Tron 2.0. Yeah, Tron which 2. um which came out before so this was the like sequel to Tron. Say, the sequel to Tron the the, the Disney Tron like awesome Tron, and the reason that they're they're related is because both the Matrix and Tron are about like human messiah characters being entered into a digital world and being like Oh, that's know, true. Yeah, they're the sort of messianic sort of figures. And uh Tron 2.0 is awesome. Like mechanically it's awesome. It was made by a Monolith Soft, I think, because there's Monolith that's the JRPG. Yeah,
1: this is the Monolith that went on to do like Fear.
0: Yeah, and like No One Lives Forever. They're famous for doing that um so this is you know mechanically as a first person shooter worked really well had like this whole modular idea like you could plug in upgrades to different parts of your your character uh you play as a character named jet bradley which i just thought was a really cool name. his name is jethro good video game. For, short uh, for jet and i'm like if i ever had a son i'm like i'm naming him jethro so yeah, i can call him jet jethro. hey jet you do have a son i i do jethro my son jethro Lamont. <laughs> um, jethro lamont, <laughs> jethro lamont. Uh but uh it carried on the story also in some really cool ways and it did so you, Jet Jet Bradley is the character of Alan Bradley. So in the first game it was it was Flynn who and and actually weirdly Tron Legacy that came out you he the there movie. was Sam Flynn. Yeah, the movie which was not as good as it just overall as a sequel as this yeah, game was. Yeah, but this game
1: doesn't have Olivia Wilde in it.
0: Yeah, this game though has uh Rebecca Romaine who played Mercury who hmm. was okay. hot, okay. hot. Super hot. Uh okay. so eat that eat Fair that enough. Uh, and then it also did some really cool things like PDAs were, were in at the time. So you'd like you'd go to, a you know, that you'd upload to a PDA, but it had such limited memory that you couldn't take all your abilities with you and stuff like it just did some really clever and cool things. And and then the whole the um, uh, the digitizer technology was starting to get, you know, like uh, another guy like came into the world and kind of becomes this corrupted messiah, like this dark, evil, kind of like insane guy. Mm-hmm. And then there's another company NCOM, that is like sending people in now. So it, it like kind of breaks it wide open in like some really smart. Ways And true. Tron Legacy is fine, but the more I think about it, the less I like it, and the more I think about Tron 2.0, the more I like the it. The more you like it's Tron, awesome. Tron 2.0. Yeah, yeah, like that's the true sequel. Uh, I've got another item here, uh, Ghostbusters, um, which right. came out on the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360, and was pretty competent. Like, it actually had a really good Ghost... Uh, you know, the the particle proton packs, I guess they are, the particle accelerators that they mm-hmm. use, uh, like a ghost capturing, and then you'd throw out the traps and, and catch the ghosts that way. Uh, it actually worked pretty well. Third person sort of uh, uh, action, mostly action, because maybe some platforming, uh, but it would revisit the thing that kind of bugged me about it was that it was. It was a sequel, but it also was sort of afraid to be a sequel. Like they wanted to revisit some of the same areas that were in the movies. Right. Like, oh, like, oh, no, it's the marshmallow man again. And like, OK, like it's fun to see the marshmallow man. But it's like, OK, yeah, you, you know, we, we don't really need to see that. But it also had some like pretty good, interesting new zones and new scenarios. It's all about uh, uh, Vigo, the Magnificent. Or I can't remember the guy's name from the second movie, the guy who was in the, the painting. The Carpathian. The Carpe Vigo, the Carpathian. That's exactly right, and um, yeah, he he was like he, the whole the whole idea of. And in fact, in the the um, the first movie, the, uh, where the the architect, I can't remember his name, but the the Tobin spirit guide, uh, um, what was yeah. that? What was the guy? I can't remember his name, but anyway, he built the you know that the the apartment building that became the gateway, and the, you know they, they sort of tie some stuff in together, uh, and and that worked out uh, pretty well as well. I, I actually played that one to the end, and I, and I actually did enjoy that one. It was pretty good. Uh, cool. And then I've got one more that we sort of talked about that is sort of a question mark because neither of us played it. And we're, I think we're pretty sure that it's a sequel. Uh, but the Godfather game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Godfather that came out, I think, also on on Xbox. We, we uh, think that
1: might qualify. We're, pretty sure. we're um, pretty sure. Actually, I have another one, though. Um, oh, do you? OK. Or another another instance of this uh, where it was. Something that was made as a sort of sequel. Um, that I I found really actually disappointing. Um, In the late 90s, back in the day, Uh in the era of, like, anime was first starting to kind of gain popularity in the the United States, there was four-episode series of Final Fantasy um, anime, basically. Um, And it was, I think it was a sequel... It might've been a prequel, but it was in the same world as Final Fantasy V. So the, the one that, you know, incarnation, uh, because up, up to that point, uh, and I guess even still, um, all the numbered, um, incrementing, you know, one through 15 or whatever, they all take place in completely separate worlds and right, universes. Right, right, right. Um, right. but this one, this, this anime was set in the, in the, same world as five. And it was like I said, I don't, it was, I cannot not remember if it was prequel or sequel, but, um, I do remember it having like the same crystals as come under attack and in crisis in that, in that game. Um, uh, how about that? But it just wasn't very good is, is the thing <laughs> I remember watching the, uh, two, cause it was like a two VHS tape set if I remember right. And it was like, you know, two 20 minute episodes on each tape. um, and I, I think I bought it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I bought it for probably some probably like forty bucks or something, right? Something huh. ridiculous. Um and uh yeah, it just wasn't very good. But yeah, that that was a thing that existed.
0: Well, there you
1: go. I guess that's I guess that's the reverse of what we were talking about. It, it is. <laughs> it is like a, a
0: movie based on a particular yeah. game, which which is still, you know, maybe we'll maybe we have a special topic for next week. There may yeah. be a few of those. Which are most They're probably bad. not very good. I don't think we yeah, I don't think we want to talk about those. But actually, I'm sure we've talked about it in the past. But uh, folks, I think that's going to do it for this week. And if you would like to add to our list of generally fairly competent uh, game sequels to existing movies, let us know all about that. You can find us on social media. We are at Game Byte Show on Twitter. You can also reach out to us individually. I am at Jeremy underscore Lamont. And I am at Count Eldor. You can also find our typical host, Legrand Jolly, is at Legrand, L E G R A N D E, and our fourth man, Jared Dunn, is at Red Eye, R E D underscore I. Jared, of course, runs our stream over at twitch.tv slash show. We're going to stream something for you maybe by the time you hear this. Maybe it's already done. I don't know. You should subscribe over there so you get notified, regardless of whether you've heard me talk about it first. Uh, I'm going to try and see if I can get Jared to play Sunless Skies, I think. I, I would really be interested in seeing that, but uh, who knows? We may do, who knows what we're going to do. We're crazy. Crazy! Like that. Uh, you can also find us over at youtube.com slash show or at show.com, where we have our back catalog of all of our podcasts and some media on the sidebar. It's good over there too. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier find the link to our discord server. Join us there and get notified when we come across our free little finds that we uh, just kind of browse around and see on the internet and uh, we We uh, collate them and prepare them for you in our discord server and we would love to see you there Uh, this is not the end for this week though as Dale mentioned we're going to be coming back in just a few days to talk to you about the video games that we've been playing so look forward to that in your feed but uh, other than that uh, I'd say we're going to call it a show thank you so much for joining us and we will see you next time be seeing you